All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Armchair Arguments. Matt and Brandon here again, uh, ready to discuss some fantasy football today. Um, we always talk about it. We both play in a league together, two leagues together this year, actually, me and Brandon do, and we've been playing fantasy football for a little while now. Um, uh, today, uh, we're going to give our, uh, we call them our, our stardoms or our sit as well as our waiver wire pickup. Um, so the first category we're going to do, uh, Brandon's going to call out a, a player, and, and we're going to do the quarterback position, wide receiver, running back, and maybe one tight end, a couple tight ends. And he's going to say whether or not, ask me if we should start them or if we should sit them. Um, and then after that, we'll talk about um, some waiver wire guys that, that you need to be looking at uh, to pick up this week and in the following weeks. All right, Brandon, you want to go first? You want to go ahead and start? Yeah, let's let's jump right into it, man. I'm super excited about this one. We've been wanting to do fantasy football for the longest time, so it's about time. That's all I'm okay. going to say. All right, so we're going to start off at the quarterback position first. Um, first two guys we got. So he'll so to our listeners, Matt's going to out of these two guys, he's going to pick one to start or pick one to sit, uh, depending on how they've been playing in the last few weeks. Maybe depending on their offensive line play, depending on if they're playing at home or away, or even who who the matchup is. So our first one is going to be the Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. Who are you starting and who you're sitting, or are you starting both? All right. So in this one, I have to start Lamar. I mean, Lamar is almost like a he's a must he's start. A must, he's a he's must, a must start, start now. He's not even on the he's not on the radar to sit. Lamar is playing a Kansas City defense who's not been bad this year, but it's going to be a shootout between him and him and Patrick Mahomes. I'm afraid. Um, or it is. I wish that was a Sunday night yes, game, by I the way. Uh, or if it's not a if it's not a, a shootout, because due to the fact that Baltimore has probably one of the best defenses in the NFL, um, it it could be a, a game where where Patrick Mahomes doesn't doesn't show off like he normally does, and it could be a lot of run heavy um, things going on, which is also bodes well for Lamar Jackson. Because Lamar Jackson held over 150 yards rushing last week to go along with his passing yards. Yeah. So. It's almost like you're starting a running back and a quarterback in that quarterback slot. I mean, there's it's it's amazing to have him right now. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna continue to do what he does. But if he ends up having a Michael Vick 2003 season, look. I mean, look out. <laughs> yeah, he's so, phenomenal. Uh, he's a must start. Deshaun Watson has generally been a must start. He is a sit this week. He plays the L.A. Chargers. Correct? Am I right, Buster? Yeah. He plays L.A. Chargers. Good L.A. Chargers team. Um, last week he didn't look so hot either. He had, uh, I think he only had about, uh, how many fantasy points did he have total? Brandon, do you have it right there? 14. It was 14.5, it, I think, around um, there. He had one rushing touchdown, uh, no passing touchdowns, and r- roughly around 200 and, yards. And I don't think they're going to run the ball as much with him as they have in the past, uh, only on, on plays. Uh, he'll be similar to, like, Russell Wilson. And right now, um, in fantasy football, he's not as good as Russell Wilson to me. Um, he, he's not the guy that you need to play against a good LA Chargers team, um, a team you know and that and that you saw you saw last week against Jacksonville. I think uh, Jalen Ramsey shut down DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think that'll happen again this year. I think DeAndre. I mean this this week. I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to get his. He's going to do well. I think he's a star. I mean DeAndre Hopkins is a must start every week, um, no matter who he plays. But uh, I don't think Deshaun Watson's the guy. If you got another guy right in there that's in a top ten or top five um, QB QB range, I, I would I would start him over Deshaun Watson. Okay, I, I mean, yeah, I understand matchups hard, <laughs> but not most people have 
Deshaun Watson and another top five, top ten quarterback. I feel like Deshaun Watson is a must start every week just because of what he could do. Can with I the tell players. you this? There's there's a couple people that I know that have Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson. I would start Josh Allen okay. over Deshaun Watson. I I agree okay. with that for this week. With for this week, um, no, but, not not. Yeah, I think I think he's kind of a must start almost every yeah. week, unless you have somebody like that, you know, somebody who has a really favorable matchup. Would, so let's just say if I have Deshaun Watson and Jameis Winston, they, Jameis Winston will not be starting for me. I'd rather take a chance with with uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I agree. Watson. I just think you know Josh Allen was probably picked drafted way late in fantasy football. You know, this year, uh, Josh. He's still on he's the way. Wire, wire. Man. He's, a, he's possibly a top five play this week. I mean, that's how that's how I, big he is, you know. So I I agree so. with you there. So awesome. That's a good one. Okay. Our next one's gonna be Dak Prescott and Baker Mayfield. This should oh, be an intriguing man. one. How got? often would you immediately say, Oh, Baker Mayfield, right? You know? Um that's gonna be probably every day. <laughs> that's gonna be the opposite. I know he's my, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks. I'm gonna start with the sit him. I'm gonna sit Baker Mayfield. He's playing um He's playing a good Rams defense. Uh, obviously, you saw what they did to the Ram, uh, the Saints last week, uh, you know, without Drew Brees, of course. But they have a great defense still. There's nothing to be, you know, with Marcus Peters and Akeem Tlaib on the outside. And, and also, the Eric Weddle has made a difference, too, on that defense. He's Holy moly. I didn't realize he, he's the one that calls the plays, too. So, um, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see Baker. You know, we just talked about him on our podcast previously about him, his struggles, about a little bit how he, he's indecisive. And you cannot be indecisive against this Rams defense. They're too fast. They're too no, they'll make you too pay. Physical. They have too good of a defensive line. I'm afraid Aaron Donald's going to be putting Baker on his back quite a bit. Um, I'm going to say you need to sit Baker if you have a if you have a better option this week. Um, and if you have Dak Prescott, you start him. Uh, Dak Prescott is uh, he's playing the Miami Dolphins, the 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 the, the air Pac-12 conference Miami Dolphins. <laughs> He's, and he and what type of I mean he's been having a scary yeah, year too. He really even if he wasn't playing Miami, I think he's a valuable uh, you know top ten quarterback every week. He he's been playing well. He's got a, we talked about many times and in, in, in not even in fantasy football him having that new OC and Kellen Moore is going to really really help him throughout the year. Um, but with the combination of him and Zeke, both of those guys, if you got either one of those guys, Zeke. Uh, or Zeke, Amari Cooper, or Dak Prescott, you got to start them against a weak Miami team. Um, they just traded away uh, Minka Fitzpatrick too, so they don't even, they even they have even less uh, defense after that. So um, definitely, Dak. He's I mean he's I think in my opinion he's probably like a number two play this week in fantasy football at quarterback. In through the first two weeks, Matt, uh, Dak Prescott against the New York Giants. Week one, he threw for 400 yards and four touchdowns. Week two, 269 yards and three touchdowns. And also in week two, he had five rushes for 69 yards. So that's he could he could run yep. it too. When you talk about Russell Wilson, like he runs when when needed, he's smart. That's what Dak's been looking like this year, and he has so many tools around him. Everyone game plans to stop Zeke. And I think Dak Prescott also has potential to be a top seven quarterback. In yeah, he, he really. He so really I think does. he could be very scary. And that's even if he's not doing. Obviously, he's not going to keep those passing numbers up with four and three touchdowns. It might drop to two, but even if he has two, he could also run one in or scramble for one or scramble for 70, 50 to seventy yards. So it's, I mean, I think having a running quarterback in fantasy is uh, it's something that you can't beat. So I think he's a very good option. For week three, like you said, definitely. Yeah, and I, I think Miami. if you waited to take a quarterback in the draft and took Dak, you did a great job. 
because you probably made a lot of other picks in between there that you could, you know, that and Dak's turned into a great quarterback. Same thing with Lamar Jackson right now, too, but yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. This next one I got Jarrett Goff and Jameis Winston. Oh, man. This should be an easy one, right? <laughs> you would think, right? Um, I'm going to start with my yeah. stardom. I, you know, <laughs> Brandon has picked on me about this guy for a long time. And, you know, as, as much as I've been saying I'm wanting to get away from him, I'm going to start Jameis Winston, okay? Oh, I'm my I'm going to start Jameis Winston uh, against a, a team. Who, who is – remind me again who Tampa Bay is playing? The New York oh, Giants. Oh, the New York Giants. Thank you for refreshing my memory. Okay, they're going to play against a struggling New York Giants team who has been struggling. And, and I think that Jameis is going to do – you know, I, I gave the excuse of Jameis having, you know, the rain and everything going against him. I think that game last week gives him some confidence. I think he's going to go in. He's going to pass for multiple touchdowns against a Giants team that's not very good. And when we get to the receivers, I'll show who – I'll tell you who the receiver is going to be throwing to most. Um, but I think that Tampa Bay, I told you before, we talked about that good, solid, young defense. Brandon, you said you thought they, they didn't have a good week one. I saw it. I mean, Jameis gave them gave that defense for the 49ers in week one almost three touchdowns, right? So that, that defense is actually pretty good. Wait, what? The defense for – Jameis in week one? And Jameis in week one. He had two pick sixes, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. uh, he, well, he, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I just – I like the Bucks defense coming back off of uh, – coming back, uh, having Devin White playing well against Carolina. And I think they, 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 they give Jameis that confidence to keep playing well on the offensive side of the ball. I, you know, I, and I don't, I don't know who the running back is going to be, if it's going to continue to be Barber or continue to be Jones. But I like his wide receiver core. I like Howard if he actually uh, is, is productive. I think Howard's going to get it together. I don't know if it'll be this week. Um, but I think Howard, O.J. Howard's going to get it together down the line. But regardless, I think things are going to come together a little bit for, uh, for Jameis. And no matter what, I like the matchup against the Giants uh, for him this week. However, Jared Goff, Jared Goff is playing – the, the Browns. Cleveland Browns. Man, Jared Goff, you know, I, I didn't like – we didn't really talk about this with the Saints game the other day. I didn't really like just on, on the eye test. I didn't like a lot of the things I saw. I know he played a little better in the second half, but they uh, got to be on the field a lot more. You know, some of his accuracy on some of those balls. But it, the Cleveland Browns in general, uh, I, I mentioned, you said you don't know if they're a top – I still think they're a very good defense. I think they're going to be uh, – I don't think they're as good against the run. I, I think that Jared Goff's not going to be – like he's not going to have a 300 yard four touchdown game. I think he's going to be all, you know towards the back end uh, in the in the teens as far as quarterback ranks this week. I, I, okay. If you got a better option, if you have Jameis, I'm starting Jameis over Jared Goff this week. Never, <laughs> never, never. Jared Jared Goff last week against the New Orleans Saints threw for 283 and one touchdown. Week one. He threw for 186 and one touchdown. This was 11 fantasy points. Not the, not the best performance. Jameis Winston. Let me pull this up, man, because I, I was just looking at it, and I still can't get over it. Before, before you start, is Jameis Winston on your bench right now? No, he's on the waiver wire because I dropped him. <laughs> I dropped his poo self. I had him. I started him because you said Jameis Winston's going to have a breakout year. Well, guess what? The only thing he broke – was my fantasy score because I put up the least amount of points probably in fantasy football history. So I dropped him. He had against San Francisco, who had two interceptions all year last year. Figure that out. Two interceptions the whole it's a, it's year. It's a new year. Week one. I, exactly. 
the week one. He gives them three in week one in this season. So you're telling me a defense who had two picks all last year in week one of the next season, Jameis gives these boys three. That's not because they're that good. How many picks did he throw the, last in week? In Carolina, and let's be, he didn't throw any last oh, week, but they played Carolina. Okay. Carolina's got They played Carolina, man. Carolina's got decent defense. You know what I'm saying? They got, a de- they got Luke Keekley. He threw for 208 yards and, and one touchdown. One touchdown. What's the difference in those numbers? 15.8 points. That's right. What's the difference in those numbers? Who had better numbers last week? Him or Jared Him Goff? and Goff. Jared, Jared Goff had 21 point something points. He, oh, how many how many yards he threw for? Jared Goff? It was like 250. That's 260. all because of Cooper Cup, first of all. Cooper Cup made that happen. What's wrong with my little Cooper Cup? <laughs> I'm not a fan of Cooper Cup. But oh. I will say, I, I really think James is going to have a better uh, – better. I, I like his matchup a little bit better this week. Um, regardless, you're about to say you think he's gonna have a better week than he did the last two weeks, and because he can't get much worse. I, I, so I thank really, you for I catching do, yourself. I do too. I was I, waiting no, for you no, to toss I, that one I up. I do. I think he's gonna have a better week this week. I think he's gonna continue to get better in this Bruce Arians offense. I really do. So, if you help, if you're worried, if you've already dropped Jameis Winston, shame on you. Shame Leave on, him there. Shame on Leave the people there. out there that've already dropped Jameis Winston. Keep him push, on your push, oh, Question him. Question him. Josh Allen or Jameis Winston? Josh Allen. No doubt. Jameis Winston's a, a possible top 10 play this week, sitting right on the edge. Jared Goff sitting right outside the top 10 to me. But Josh Allen's almost a top five play to me this week. So, uh, Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston. Oh, that's a tough one. That's kind of a tough one. They're right on the edge. They're both right, right about the same spot for me. We'll play this one later. Okay. We, we might that, come back those, to this. Those are about the same spot for me. I, I'm liking the way Andy's playing early in the season. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. He's been playing great. Anyway, all right, so that's our quarterbacks. I could go all day on that. <laughs> our next one, we're going to move to running backs, Matt. So, uh, okay. First one we have here is I like how, I like how these are paired. I, okay. these, are, these are thought out well. It's going to be Mark Ingram, fellow New Orleans Saints running back, and now existing Saints running back, Alvin Kamara. Who you got? Oh, man, that's isn't that a great pair right there? That Golly. Is, okay. That's a good pair. Um. So normally, you know, Alvin Kamara. I mean, he was—he's possibly the number one draft pick in a lot of leagues. And um, I, I really think with Drew Brees going out, it's going to hurt hurt his hurt his uh, all his productivity. Specifically this week, playing a good Seattle defense, a Seattle defense that it's good against the run. Um, uh, I think you know, obviously, we talked about New Orleans is going to have to run the ball to play well. I don't know if they can though. You know, so I, I think that that's gonna, they got to prove it yeah, first. Yeah, I no think doubt. that's going to hurt Kamara. Badly, I mean, um, the best his best opportunity this week is going to be catching the ball out of the backfield in PPR leagues. Um, that's where you're going to if you're if you don't have him in if you're in a non PPR league, it's going to be really tough on you. But if you have it in PPR leagues, I, I think he's almost a flex play. Uh, I don't think he's an RB. I don't think he's an RB one this week. The guy who I think is an RB one a flex play. I think he's an RB two flex play this week. I'm telling you, it's going to look like the points he had last week. I think how much okay, how many points a- how many points did he have last week? I'm, I'll, I'll look at okay. that. But, as, I mean, I feel like Alvin Kamara is a must-start every week just because of his talent. So, I, I mean, I would not sit Alvin Kamara ever. If I had Mark Ingram, right, listen. If I had Mark Ingram this week, I would start him over Kamara. <laughs> okay, but there's two, there's two running back slots, and there's a flex okay. spot. So, if, if you somehow drafted your, your fantasy football team and you have Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs, and Mark Ingram – Congratulations! You just won your fantasy league. So, but, but 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 I'm still starting all three of those guys 
Like Kamara, he could catch the ball. And definitely if you're a PPR, uh, Teddy's not going to be throwing the ball down the field. He's going to be doing a lot of dump offs. They're going to have some sets in there where uh, Kamara's going to be in the slot, like always. I mean, they're going to use their best players. So I think you always have to start out with Kamara. Just don't expect him to put up the numbers that he would normally. Uh, I'll tell you this. I think Michael Thomas is going to have a better game than Alvin Kamara this week. I think because of Michael Thomas. Uh, you know what? You know, I say Alvin Kamara is going to have a better game right. than Michael Thomas we'll, this week. We'll, we'll see. We'll remember that. Write that down. All right. So down over to Mark Ingram, who I said, if you have Josh Jacobs, Mark, if you just you just said it right there, and that's a possible draft selection right there. If you have Mark Ingram, Josh Jacobs, and Alvin Kamara, you sit Alvin Kamara and you play Josh Jacobs and uh and Mark Ingram, and, unless you and, and if you got a flex spot for Alvin Kamara, you can put him there. I think Mark Ingram is going to eat against that Kansas City Chiefs uh, defense. I, I, I just really do. I think that they're going to be ready I agree. to run the ball, and they want to keep Patrick Mahomes off the football field. And the best way to do that is to run the ball, pass the ball effectively to <laughs> Mark Andrews, <laughs> who, who, yeah. who you love over there. And I, I really think you run the ball with him. And, and Gus Edwards got banged up a little bit too, right? Uh, I'm not entirely I think sure. He got banged up. I don't know if he's going to play. He's questionable, but Mark Ingram sure ain't questionable. That man is going to no. eat down the line, and he's going to him and Lamar Jackson are both. I expect them both to have a good game. I wouldn't be surprised if they both don't have a couple of rushing touchdowns. Uh, uh, kudos, kudos to Mark Ingram, man. I did not think he would play like he is in that system. I just didn't see him fitting in that system in the shotgun running inside zone. But he has proven to me he is a legit running back. He is. He, He's legit. he is, and we, we joke about system running backs and stuff. You know, we mean you, especially you. You give me a hard time about the system running backs, and I hate that term. But, um, um, we, you know, I, I think, I think like you said, I totally agree. I think Mark Ingram's going to continue to be a good play this, this year. I'm telling you, man, watch out. With that. If Drew Brees doesn't play the whole year, we'll see what the numbers end up being. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if Mark Ingram has a better year in fantasy than Alvin Kamara. I can see that. Okay. I can see that happen. Okay. All right. I mean, I think it'll be close, though. Yep. All right. What's our okay. next one? Okay. So, we're going, going to our next one. Uh, it's going to be Ezekiel Elliott and Damian Williams. Man. Well, this one isn't really even close because of what I mentioned no. about Zeke playing in Miami. Uh, Zeke's a must-start every week, uh, I think, regardless. Um, you know, I, I think if you, if you took a chance on him, even with his uh, – uh, not getting paid and all that stuff during the draft time and all that, and you took a chance. Kudos to you for, for drafting that guy um, because he got paid and he's balling now, and he's going to ball against Miami. He's going to light it up against Miami. I think he's, you know, all, anybody in Dallas, you have him in there, that, anybody in that Dallas offense, you're going to be doing okay because Michael Gallup, I think, is hurt as well. So if you have a, yeah, if you have a Maury Cooper, he's just going to get more targets. Or Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb's going to, just throwing it out there, Randall Cobb's probably going to be a good flex play for you too. Um Anyway, uh, the, but the sit this week, like you said, is Damian Williams. I was so high on Damian Williams coming into this year up until LaShawn McCoy <laughs> was picked up by, by yeah. the Chiefs because, you know, you just talked about system running backs. Uh, that Kansas City offense is pretty spectacular, and it seems as though no matter what running backs in that system, whoever's in there is going to do well because of the way Patrick Mahomes gets that, you know, gets the, everybody involved in the game and, and, you know, similar to being on an, a Saints offense or a Patriots offense like that. Um, but he's also a little banged up this week, Damian is. So him being a little bit hurt and you're already in competition with Shady um, and you got a really good uh, – another uh, backup behind you and Darwin Thompson, the rookie, I, I think he's going to be a good one eventually if they get him some more playing time. 
Um, Damien, if he if he's hurt a little bit and he doesn't play as well, you know, play, I think he had like nine fantasy points last week. Um, if he starts to slide, then he's going to fall off. They're going to they're going to get rid of him because they already have Shady, and they have the other kid too. So um, just just be careful if you have Damien. Make sure you have somebody like Darwin Thompson, or hopefully you have Shady to in your you know there too because Shady's going to be the one that you want to start over Damian Williams. But right now, it doesn't seem like anybody in that Kansas City backfield you want to have as an RB1 or, you know, maybe an RB2 or a flex play. So Yeah, I feel like they're they're doing that as a running back by committee yeah. type thing. So unless Damian Williams is out, I don't see any of those guys being anything more than a, a flex mm-hmm. play for me. I agree. Okay. Our next one is going to be David Montgomery and Le'Veon Bell. Oh, man. You saw what Le'Veon did on Monday night. It seemed like a one-man team, right? I mean, it seemed like it. Yeah, he crowd, was. That was rough. Crowded back was rough. I'm afraid he's going to be. He's going to continue to face that against. Uh, what's his name? Luke. Luke Falk. Luke okay. Falk. I think he's going to uh, continue to face that crowded, uh, eight men in the box kind of deal uh, throughout the rest of this season. And Le'Veon, you know, he showed flashes on Monday of a great running back. You know, you know where he was patient, finding holes and stuff. But he's not a guy that. He. It doesn't matter. You know who you are. Even Saquon can't get through some of those holes. So, um, you know who they're playing? What's that? You know who they're playing? Who are they playing? The heartless Bill Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he don't care who's hurt, who's your quarterback. He's coming after yeah. you. You know. So, I mean, and they're playing uh, at, at the Patriots. Oh, yeah, there's, there's so, no I mean, there's no shot for Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. I usually would say he's a. He's always a must play. He may not be this way now with now without a quarterback and he's on that. I don't know if he's, he's a on must that play flex for appeal, me. right? Yeah, that flex I appeal, know. without a doubt. Fortunately for him, and uh, but who, yeah. and who's the other one that we said? Oh, Montgomery. And I'm not yeah, talking about Dave Ty. McGuff. I'm not talking about Le'Veon's backup. I'm talking about David, the rookie <laughs> for Chicago. The Bears. Uh, he had a much better game this week and or last week in, in week two than he did in week one against. Green Bay, of course, you know, everybody had high hopes for that rookie to, to play well that first game. He didn't. But he had a much better game uh, last week. I think he had a rushing touchdown, his first rushing touchdown. And I think he's going to play. I think he's a good running back, man. I I, I think he's, you know, I, I think he's just as good. I don't know if he's as good as Josh Jacobs, but he's good. I, when I've watched him play through the eye test in the spring and everything, too, I think he's going to play well. I think the Chicago offense is going to start to get it together a little bit more. What's the matchup for Chicago this week? Oh, the Redskins. The Redskins. And the Redskins gave up a, a touchdown and, and some yards to Zeke last week. Uh, I think they'll continue to do that again against a Chicago Bears team. It may be a little bit closer game than it was with the Cowboys, but I think that David Montgomery is a good play uh, against the Redskins this week. Good. I like it. I like it. All right, we'll go straight to receiver. Okay. Um, first one's going to be Antonio Brown and his former teammate, Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, man. what the What's up with the matchups, man? That's crazy. Okay. Um, as much as I hate to say this, <laughs> Antonio Brown's a good play against the Jets, right? It's a no-brainer, you know. He's a good play against everybody. Yeah, he, if he if he's on the field, he's a good yeah, play. I'm he's sorry, a must like, start. If he's on the he's field, he's another must start. He's a top tenner and at wide receiver this week again, especially against the Jets team. The Jets got a good young defense, but and Antonio Brown looked like he had good Not against Tom Brady in yes. less than a week of practice. He had good chemistry with Tom Brady. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, unfortunately, for people that, that, you know, don't want to see him succeed. But uh, on the football field in fantasy, if you have him on your team, you got to start him, no matter the matchup, yeah. especially against the Jets team that's decimated with everything going on. Um, <laughs> I think, and the chemistry that, like I said, that he's shown with Tom Brady. And they're at home. Man, that'll be the first home game for Antonio Brown with New England. 
I think he's going to ball. Yeah, um, he might be the he might so be too. the best point getter in fantasy this week. <laughs> to be honest with you, we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. But and he, he's a must start for me. Juju Smith Schuster, I think Mason Rudolph has a chance to to be a to be a decent quarterback in the NFL. I don't, I don't think, but anytime we talked about this, anytime you lose a Hall of Famer. Anything coming behind, it's not going to be what you need. You know, it's not going to be. Yeah, it's, it's a drop off. It's going to be a no drop doubt. off. And um, who are they playing again? Remind me. The 49ers. The 49ers have a good defense, man. They they have a good young defense. They have been probably one of the most surprising yes. teams in the NFL. And that's so when far. I saw this matchup. I said, man, they are going. And they have a, they're, they're a smart defense. That's what I noticed when I watched you know, watch the highlights of week one. Like on those, I mean, obviously Jameis didn't make some good decisions in Week One, but they still made some good plays and and had good coverages and to disguise Jameis online. And I, man, I just think they're going to double team Juju. I don't think, uh, I don't know if anybody in this passing offense will be successful. Um, if you're going to start anybody, if there's anybody that's a must start for Pittsburgh, I think this week it's going to be maybe it's Juju. It's Juju. It has to be Juju. I think it's James, who else? I think it's James Conner this week. I think James Conner is going to have a good game. Okay, I'm sorry, I forgot. Juju Williams and James Conner are the only two people in that offense now that have any appeal in fantasy football, correct? Yep. I mean, I, I'm saying when I – James say, Washington may be in a deep yeah, sleeper league because him and yeah. – what, what you call it, went and played college ball together, so there's going to be chemistry there. Maybe. But, but I think Juju and uh, Chris, uh, Conner are the only players that should be startable on that team. Okay. Can I, can I, can I re uh, – I'll just say this. Like in this in these scenarios, I would say I would start uh, like the the guys we name. I would start that one over that one. Does that make sense? So like, uh, okay, with, okay. So you're not just saying no, sit. Okay, I, I see I you saying. Like All right. Juju, it's more like a love hate. Yeah, type like thing. for instance, I don't know if you would have Antonio Brown and Juju. I don't think that's possible in a draft. But if there's another receiver out there, say like Amari Cooper, I would start Amari Cooper over Juju this week. But I mean, obviously, okay. there's two wide receiver spots and a flex spot. But oh, I like that. I, I got a question. Man. I okay. got a question for you since you brought that up. Juju Smith-Schuster or Demarcus Robinson, the receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I would still start Juju just because due to the fact that Demarcus Robinson, I love, I love him going forward. I, I really think he's my fa- he's one of my favorite way. Well, I'm not going to say he's my, my favorite, but I like him. I'll tell you this: I like him better than Harmon, McCole Harmon. I like uh, Robinson okay. better. But I still – I mean, Juju's shown too much over the years that, I mean, he's going to get a lot of tar- – he's still going to get a lot of targets. Now, whether or not he'll catch them, whether or not they'll be available for him to catch them, uh, that remains to be seen. But, I, I would, yeah, I would start Juju over that guy for sure. Okay, so for the listeners, when we say in start and sit, it's basically who we're picking to have a bigger week. Yeah. Obviously, so don't we're not be dis- saying don't be dis- put Juju Smith-Schuster on your bench because his ceiling is so high yeah. he could have a breakout game. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. So it's we're kind of like, picking favorites rather than yeah, yeah so love hate type stuff. That's right. So don't don't uh you know don't don't get your hopes up if you have Juju. That's what I'm saying yeah. basically. Okay, okay, okay. Good to know. So our next one, uh, two guys on the same team right here, Matt. Okay, is going to be Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Oh man, that's that's I love this one. Two receivers on the same team. Uh, one guy who's proven over the years to be just dominant, right? Mike Evans. Yep. Um, I'm starting Godwin over him. I think that uh. That Godwin has had two good games, uh, to, especially last week having a great game. And the people say, "Oh, it's just one week." No, I, I think this is the the tale of the future right here. I think Mike Evans might be the um, the better. I think this is a similar to Antonio Brown Juju situation. Now, if you have Mike Evans, you need to start him. But if you have Mike Evans and Godwin, I'm starting Godwin over Mike Evans. 
Isn't that crazy? Doesn't that sound? Do I sound crazy? But, that, is, that is. You do sound crazy. Okay, but I think this is, I'm telling you, I think this is a similar situation to Juju and Antonio Brown last year. Antonio Brown, I think, ended up leading the league in receiver and receiving touchdowns, but Juju got so many targets. And I think that's going to yeah. be the case with, with, uh, with the Bucks, I, I think Godwin's going to get more targets than Mike Evans and get more opportunities than Mike Evans. Now, Mike Evans might have. He's already. It's already been happening. It's already been happening. Yeah, and and I see that. And Godwin's proven himself, man. Godwin looks good. Yeah. He really does. Um, so I, I really think that's going to be the case. Um, hopefully, you don't have that situation where you have both of those guys. I mean, because you do, you're in a yeah. tough spot. Um, but if you have Godwin, I, I think he's almost on. He's not at that wide receiver one. Uh, spot yet, but you saw last year how Juju went from a flex play slash wide receiver two to a wide receiver one by yeah. the end of the year, and I think that's going to happen for Godwin. I, I, that's my prediction on that, but um, not to say Mike Evans has had a drop-off by any means. I just don't think he's going to get the target share that Godwin's, uh, Godwin's going to continue to get. So I uh, I can see that. Mike okay. Evans, he used to always, he was a he was a when they got to the red zone, he was the guy. He always had one of the highest target shares in the league. And now the fact that Chris Godwin out there and is playing the way he is, and like you said, Jameis is looking for him. Yeah, it's not like he used to always look at Mike Evans yep. and just feed Mike, feed Mike, and it's not like that anymore. So I think Mike Evans went from a wide receiver one, or maybe a high end wide receiver two, to at highest a low end wide receiver two, wide receiver three. So that's kind of where I have him. But the thing is, if Jameis, if Bruce Arians and uh, Byron Leftwich, who's the OC, right, in the Bucks. Yeah, if, if they figure this thing out and Jameis gets smarter throwing the football and shows any glimmer of what he did in college, um, they could both turn into wide receiver ones. So you know, you know what I'm saying. I, I really think well, wide receiver twos. Let's put it that yeah, way. I mean, I, I, I think they're both going to be productive this year if they continue to grow and get better. I really believe in this coaching staff in Tampa Bay more than I do Jameis, but because of the coaching staff, I really think they have a good shot to get better. So. Yeah, well, I don't believe in James Winston. <laughs> okay. All that right. would be my slogan. If if we were running for, uh, <laughs> like, high school president, or you know what I mean? Like, the president of the – you know what I mean? I don't yeah. Know, but anyway, I, I, I would not – I do not support James Winston. My, I'm going to make – I'm going to get a hat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make – it's going to say, make James great again. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> Bruce Aarons is already wearing the hat. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's wearing it, but it's probably – I've seen him throw that hat a bunch of times throughout the game. <laughs> Definitely that first one after the three picks for 49ers. Look, he had three hat tosses. It's got uh, Make James Great Again. It's got little crabs on each side of the hat. Little crabs. <laughs> make James Great Again. <laughs> little crab legs. And on the back, it probably says, <laughs> doubt it. Anyway, <laughs> our next one, uh, Marquise Brown and Sammy Watkins. I oh, mean, that's... how do you not start both of these guys, right? Well, I, I told you that the difference is, you know, if they're both – good teams and they play each other this week which would play this they play each other this week which that is, is really cool um but the ravens matchup to sammy watkins scares me a little bit man and sammy didn't have a and sammy's you know he has proven to be consistent over the years you know what i mean and no not at all you know and he just scares me a little bit because i like robinson like that you just talked about and Hardman. Yeah. i don't know if i like both of them you know they're they're all and it may be that way where say like you know week one of sammy had a big game then um, Robinson had a good game this week. Maybe Hardman has a great week this week. I, I don't know how it's going to work yeah. out, but it seems kind of that way. But I just don't trust Sammy as much as I do Marquise Brown after two games, two productive rookie games against the Chiefs defense, who is not as good as Baltimore. They're good, but they're not as good as Baltimore. And Baltimore, yeah. if he's not running, the, given, if he's not, if Lamar's not running the ball and he's not giving the ball to Mark Ingram, he's either throwing it to Marquise Brown 
or Mark Andrews. And Marquise Brown is probably one of the fastest players in the NFL right now without Tyreek yes. Hill and, and you know in the game. So yep. I really I really like Marquise Brown. Right now, I, I like a lot of guys on the waiver wire, but if he's not picked up somehow, Marquise Brown on your in the fantasy, you have yeah, to get you really miss. do. I mean, because I wasn't sure about him because he's about five five and weighs one hundred and thirty pounds, but he runs like the wind. <laughs> Figuratively, <laughs> yeah, he runs like the wind, and, and he and and obviously Lamar likes throwing to him too. So, okay, real quick, we'll go into the uh, waiver pickups for this week for uh, fantasy football. Kind of go through them quick. Um, first, we're going to start the quarterback position. And a guy I think you have to pick up on your team is going to be Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills. How is Bills. he not? <laughs> um, he's um, – dude, I'm, I think I think uh, as far as yesterday, he was still not owned in below 50% <laughs> of leagues. Like, that blows my mind, okay? In week one, this guy threw for 254, one passing touchdown. Week two, he threw for 253 and one passing touchdown. But that's not what makes this guy yep. valuable. The last two weeks, he had one rushing touchdown for Golly, each. man. And it's not like his guys just scrambling, making plays. These are design runs. And guess what? Him. The team's he's a the big team's guy two and too. Like you know, you know what I mean. I'm, the yeah, Bills, the the sorry Bills are two and zero. So obviously, the quarterback's doing something right. You know what I mean? And I don't know if you remember when Josh Allen got got picked. People were treating this dude like he was Daniel yes. Jones. Like that much hate was going to the Bills, but obviously they know what they're doing. I mean, week one, he puts up 17.9 fantasy points. Week two, 22.2. And then this week, he's playing Cincinnati at home. <laughs> so, this is another huge opportunity. Cincinnati looked terrible last week, even though we I both know. picked him in the pickups yep. to win. We were wrong about that. But anyway, uh, I'm not going to give my – actually, I'm giving my pick away. The Bills are going to win, guys. <laughs> and Josh Allen's going to ball out. So, he's definitely a great – fantasy streaming option for week three, but also for the rest, the rest of, the of the season. If you can keep um, him, Lord have mercy. No doubt. Uh, another guy kind of under the radar who's playing really well right now is Andy Dalton. He had a 29.7 fantasy points and 27.6. Right now he's the number eight quarterback as far as rankings. And that is still without AJ yep. Green. So if you can imagine what he could do if AJ, AJ Green comes back healthy, he might be in for another big year, be a top 10 quarterback and, be able to help you win some games as well. So that's my two. Yeah, for and if you have Tyler Boyd, continue to start him. The guy had ten targets and he caught all ten of them as the number one wide re- yes. wide receiver in that offense. So you know they were covering yeah. him well. Ten targets, caught all ten of them. Ten was like ten catches for one hundred and forty something yards. No touchdowns, but that's, that's insane ridiculous. amount of targets, and that's pretty awesome that you don't drop any of them and you catch all those targets. You know. Yeah, and then the wide receiver two on that team right now is yes, John Ross. He's a big play machine. So a great flex yeah. play as well. So, I agree with that. Um, we'll go to running backs real quick. I got three of them. And the reason why I got these running backs is I think they're excellent handcuffs. And if you have the starter, you need to pick these guys up right away because their workload is going to be ridiculous if the guy in front of them goes down. So, my first one is going to be Frank okay. Gore uh, for the Buffalo Bills. I'm loving these Buffalo know, Bills huh? right now, as you said. Yeah, so, but uh, Zev- uh, Devin Singletary is day-to-day, and he could be ruled okay. out for this week. But even with without that, say if Devin Singletary plays, Frank Gore has standalone value if they're splitting reps. He's been – I think he had a rushing touchdown last week. He had 68 yards, and he ended up with 16.3 fantasy points. So if some, somehow Devin Singletary is ruled out for this week since he's day-to-day, and it is a soft tissue injury, which a lot of teams they're very nervous about with running backs, hamstrings, yeah. groins. You have to play for. Yeah, he's Gore. a uh, he's a he's the ageless wonder, right? 
he's definitely ageless. I don't think he – I mean, I don't – he's probably 45. I think he played with Miami. he's still playing I think he football. won a national championship with Miami in like uh, 89 or something like that. Oh, yeah, the U, bro. <laughs> the U. He, he's a stud. He's a, he's a stud. So, yeah, that's my first one. And uh, as far as waiver wire picked up for a running back, my next one to have is uh, Rashad Penny. Uh, I think the Seattle Seahawks, they are one of the most run-heavy teams in the league. And Chris Carson, he's proved how valuable he is as a running back in fantasy football. And I think if Chris Carson gets hurt or gets banged up, Rashad Penny is going to be a top 10 or top top 15 to top 10 yeah. running back in case, in case if he gets all that workload. So I think Rashad Penny needs to be owned in 100% of leagues. Definitely if you have Chris Carson, you need to pick this yeah. guy up. Because then if Chris Carson goes down, you have still a starting running back who could potentially be RB1, RB2. RB2. Yeah, unfortunately for those people, I'm sure that uh, and like you said, if he's available, shame on those fantasy leagues. But if he's not, uh, if he, you know, a lot of people, you know, I know in our league it seems like if you don't have, if you somebody else is going to pick him up for that, and as soon as your guy goes down, Chris Carson, they got him. That's right. So they got him. They got the starting running back for the Seattle yep. Seahawks, who's one of the most run heavy yep. teams in the league. <laughs> That's right. So I agree. And last week he actually, uh, Chris Carson struggled, fumbled twice. And Rashard Penny got 10 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown. So 13.5 fantasy points. So, I mean, that's sharing the yep. workload he had, 13.5, with 62 yards on 10 carries. A 6.2 yards per carry. That's man. right. That's, that's pretty, very pretty good. good yeah. you know? So, uh, my next one is kind of like a deep sleeper. No one's talking about him. But I'm telling you, this guy could be very, 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 very good. And if something happens, he could pay off huge dividends for your team. And that's going to be Alexander Madison. Uh, for the Minnesota Vikings, backup running back, running back for the Minnesota Vikings, and it's it's this simple. Dalvin Cook is feasting. He is the number running one, number one running back in fantasy football right now. If he goes down, Alexander Madison has potential to be a top five running back for the rest of the year. So, it definitely if you have Dalvin Cook, pick this guy up because the the Vikings said they were run heavy, but now they're actually proving they want to be a run heavy yeah. team. So you have to pick this guy up. I picked him up in one of my leagues. I don't have Dalvin Cook, but I know if Dalvin Cook goes down, I have a top five running back in my hands. Well, he's, so he's, I think okay. he's a he is a must add if you have Dalvin Cook to me, or or maybe like like you said there. And I think he's going to be a good play. I don't think it's quite the same situation as Seattle. I know Minnesota is. They say they're a run first, run heavy team right now. But I think it's mostly yep. because they have Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin Cook is that good. To, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's but fantastic. I think the Vikings, if they were to lose Dalvin Cook, they may not be as run heavy, but he would still be a good – he'd be a good option. I just don't know, you know, just like anything else. Like, for instance, like with Chris Carson and, and Rashad Penny, I don't know if you're losing a whole lot if you – like for if for Seattle as a team and as a fantasy option, if you lose Chris Carson, yeah. I think Rashad Penny might be just as good. You, you know what I mean? Okay. But with yeah. Dalvin Cook, there is going to be a drop-off for me with – I don't – I don't think we've seen enough but of no. him. I know he has a small sample yeah. size. Uh, week one, he had nine rushes for 49 yards. That's 5.4 no, yards that's really per good. carry. That's really good. And then last week, he had four. This, I told you this is my deep sleeper okay. now. And last week, he had four carries for 25 yards. That's 6.25 yeah. yards per carry. That's- so, I mean, he has it. Like, he has the speed. He breaks out. He's very athletic. Um, he's explosive. So, I think that potential is there. And like I said, it's a deep sleeper. Yeah. It's a deep waiver okay. wire. If you go and look at your waiver wire tonight or today, right now, he is on your waiver wire. So I still think he's. A, I think he's a good stash. Okay. So that that's kind of my opinion. Like I think 
over him and maybe like Rex Burkhead, I think I'd I prefer the upside of Alexander Madison over Rex okay. Burkhead. That's that's why he made my okay. list. All right, now we have uh we have four receivers. Go ahead and name all the first yeah, one. Name. The first one, who you're very high on, is a uh, Terry McLaurin. I, I love him. He's by uh, my he's by the Washington Redskins. He, he's just he's on that Marquise Brown level to me, just because he's there's not much there's not many other options in Washington at receiver, and and he's no. proven the way they talk about him, man, is just spectacular. Kind of that Michael Thomas vibe you get. They both went to Ohio yeah. State, obviously, but they talk about that he just. He puts his head down like as a rookie. Just put. He's done everything right. He's he's shown up to every. Just go to oh work. man, they said he just goes to work. He he runs the best route runner they have, which is a very good compliment. He's the best route runner yep. they said they have on the on the team. Best hands on the team. That's what they said. And he's fast, man. He's not a he's not he's not a slow guy. So um, he has yeah, it all. And he was he has people, it all. People don't really realize that was Dwayne Haskins' favorite target at Ohio State, and they did pretty good on offense when he was there. So. And then the Wayne Haskins is the backup quarterback that's, too. That could that's, be that's what you that's what know. really made made it interesting to, to, before the season started when I was looking at it, and I was like, well, we'll see what happens with Case Keenum. And then what's his numbers in the first two weeks? McLaurin's numbers. Uh, oh, uh, first week one he had five for one twenty five and a touchdown for twenty three point five fantasy points, and week two he had five for sixty two one touchdown and seventeen point two <laughs> fantasy points. I mean, he's get he's getting so, red zone targets. Yeah. Man. the first week it was just a deep post, I think, to him. So it wasn't even a red zone target. So you show he's shown the ability to get past guys too. So, man, I really think he's he's one of my favorites. He's probably not as fast as Marquise Brown. Probably not quite as good as an of an athlete as Marquise Brown, and not as good in an but not a better quarterback either. But I think he might show more consistency than Marquise. He's not. I don't know if he'll be a. I, I don't think he'll be a boomer bust. I think he's going to be a every every down great receiver. So. I, every yep. week type of guy. He reminds me of like a Michael Thomas, Keenan yep. Allen. He maybe not have that four three speed, but they know how to play the right. receiver. They're smart. They have the tangibles. They can make plays. So I agree with that. Okay, my next two receivers right here are on the same team, and uh, it's Demarcus Robinson and Miko Hardman mm-hmm. for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think these guys have a lot of potential with Tyreek being out. They said it's going to be four to six weeks, I believe. So. um Demarcus Robinson last week, he had six receptions for 172 yards and two touchdowns. Miko <laughs> Hardman had four receptions for 61 yards and a touchdown. He also had another one that was called back because of a holding penalty. Um, they drafted Miko Hardman in the second round. He has 4-3-3 speed just because they were anticipating that Tyreek Hill would not be there with his all the allegations that he had. So I think both these guys are going to be able to produce. They're playing with in a great offense. With the best quarterback and in Matthew, the league. They're playing with the best quarterback <laughs> in the league, without a doubt. Um, they do have a tough match against Baltimore yeah. this week, but you still have the best quarterback in yeah. the league. Now, I don't know who to play out of both of these guys. I think Demarcus Robinson had a higher uh, snap count where he played more snaps. But Miko Hardman, four three three, he's just run yeah. right past you. Well, so. the thing is, I hope – I mean, if you end up having both of them, you're really in a bad predicament. But hopefully you decide to pick one or the other. Um, off the waiver wire and, and just because that way you don't leave you so much mental stress as to who to start at, say, a flex spot if you need yeah. it. Um, but I think both guys are great stashes. I think um, whichever one you decide, both of them this week, we'll see what happens. I think the next couple of weeks will be the telltale of who Patrick Mahomes maybe likes a little bit more between them and Sammy Watkins, yeah. you know. So I'm my, my heart's towards, even though I know it was just last week, so it's a little more fresh. But I still think, I think Robinson's the guy to these three. 
but it remains to be seen. Hardman could still have that chance to be the guy. They all they all have an opportunity, you know. Yep. So. And when you play for the best quarterback in the league, they're going to yep. throw it. So, quick quick question before I go to my last guy. He talked about sitting Mike Evans. Um, so, do you start Mike Evans or do you start Demarcus Robinson? I start Mike Evans still, just to just because the uh, the matchup is a little bit more favorable for the Buccaneers. And right now, they're you know you talked about Robinson. Robinson's still kind of boomer bust right now because he had just one good week. And the yeah. Mike's and Mike's put it on tape what he's done, you know. So Mike's liable to go for a monster game at any given point. So he's right now he's still you know he's still a must start. Um, Let me adjust my uh, fantasy lineup real quick. <laughs> okay, there All we right. go. All right, our last guy before we uh, before we kind of get off is going to be the LSU alum DJ Chark from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Matt, which which man? You I love him. him. I have him. In, I I drafted him in Dynasty when he was. When he was uh, drafted in the NFL, and you know, I, I just kind of held out for him, held out for him. And last year, he didn't have a good year as a rookie, but this year, he's coming into form. Man, he looks like he's. Got, I mean, they talked about in training camp that he was developing the best rapport with Nick Foles of any other any other receiver, even including D.D. Westbrook. And I had D.D. Westbrook in a lot of leagues too. I, I was high on him just because I like Nick Foles. The Nick Foles got hurt, but yes. It, it's kind of – it seems as though – because DJ Chark, of course, had another good game last week, and he had a good week in the week one, too. It didn't matter who the quarterback was. He had a good – he had good I think he's proven to be the number one receiver over there. Yeah, and that's the thing. He's the number one receiver. It doesn't matter. If you're on an NFL team and you're the number one receiver, then you're going to get some targets in a PPR league. You know what yeah. I mean? And he gets a lot of yeah. red zone targets. That's the biggest thing, you know, too. And he scored – I think he scored three touchdowns in two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, well, no, week one, he had four for 146, one touchdown. Week two, he had one touchdown okay, as well, so one. seven for 40, for 55. Okay. But, that, I mean, he and, he and he's a deep threat. He's a tall, lanky guy. He has burners. Man, bro. I just really think – I mean, he was a kid. He was a punt returner for LSU. So, yeah. um, I really think um, he's going to continue to do well regardless of who's the quarterback over there. I don't think he's on, like, a top five, top ten wide receiver spot yet. But he's definitely – if he's not picked up, he needs to be picked up in your league on the, the way. He's back. definitely a, a great, a great flex option. Definitely with a very high ceiling. Um, obviously, you wouldn't draft DJ Chark to be a wide receiver one, wide receiver two. You should have some other guys who should be in those slots. But as a flex option, he could be very scary and maybe even creep up for a wide receiver two. I agree. For you. I agree. Couldn't agree more. So, so that's my waiver ads for the week. I like it, Brandon. I thought that was great. I thought those all those guys are, are great, especially the receiver spot. But those running back, those those handcuff running back guys are are great. And to those who don't have Josh Allen, please pick him up. Lord have mercy. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. All right. Well, that'll do it for our fantasy uh, football podcast for this week. Uh, next week, Brandon and I will try to get it done on Tuesday morning for those uh, right at the right before the waiver wire starts so people can get out there and get it done. We're a little bit of a day late and a dollar short here, but I mean, you still have the opportunity if they aren't picked up to pick those guys up this week. Um, yep. So Brandon, do you have anything else to say before we go off? Um, nothing. All right. Well, later, everybody. Later. Yeah, he's a, he's definitely a special talent and he is not really on the way, much waiver wire options anymore. Uh, yeah, he's I wouldn't think he would up. be. Yeah, but he's uh, still, I mean, fantastic.